This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Brooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James at West, as always, with me, Ryan Rooks. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. We good. got football starting this week. Dude, two days from now. Two days from now. Special edition of James out West on Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen. Who cannot first wait? Tuesday show. It is. I cannot wait. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, most people probably finishing up their fantasy football drafts over the weekend. Um, James decided to add a fourth uh, fantasy football league and is doing it while we're doing the show. And if and you heard that, ladies and gentlemen, I am <laughs> on the clock. So as we're doing this, I'm going to be taking okay, a look here. So um, let me, let we me had a great weekend, some, though. Yes. We did. Oh, yeah. um, had a draft in Vegas. Uh, Vegas was very good to us. Shout out Roulette Wheels uh, in the Cosmopolitan. Um, we had a draft yesterday at a good friend of our house. Had a great time. A lot of trash talking. Uh, as always, it's the 21st year of that league. So shout out long. to that league. Um, but... With that being said, real football's coming, gambling's coming. We got bets, we got parlays, we got let's go. Yeah, let's talk about it. So let's let's get into a little bit of, of what's going on. So we found out. So at the first game, we, we got uh, Dallas and Tampa Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited about it. America's team versus our champs. So then we found out Zach Martin, All Pro guard, is out for Dallas. Ah, with COVID. Well, supposedly, not with it, but... all of a sudden, I got a text like maybe thirty minutes ago that he might still be able to play. Well, Mike McCarthy did say, "Big old Mike McCarthy." He did say, uh, "You know, we don't think he's going to play." Yeah, that wasn't. He's definitely out. It was. We don't think he's going to play. So, I'm going to take a min- minute here and uh, just kind of cuff my collar and say I was right about Cam about Mac Jones you, starting. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Oh yes. See, I love those moments. Um, it doesn't happen. That often I, I'm actually able to prove it because typically we have bigger and better things to talk about. But Cam Newton getting cut is a big thing. That's a big deal. And um, it was right after the show. Like, <laughs> surprising. It was in the morning. I was like, I was driving my child to school and I was like, what in the hell just happened? You he goes, were the What's first wrong? I was like, text me uh, Cam just yep. got cut. Yep. Yeah. It, and I bet you what they did. And in my head, this is what I would envision Belichick, hey, we're going to make Mac the starter. Do you want to be a backup or do you want to have the opportunity to go out and see with what you can do? He decided to go out and see with what he can do. He's going to wait, see if somebody gets injured or sit out the year and then come back next year or later on this year. Now, Rob, Rob Minkovich was speaking that from and Rob Minkovich is a all time great. Yep. I'm back on the clock. It's a fast draft. Um, Rob Minkovich who obviously he won three Super Bowls with the New England Patriots. He was talking about what he was told is that Mac was teaching Cam the playbook. Now, that might be have to do with the fact that Cam didn't get a lot of the playbook last year. You know, they've opened it up a little bit. But if that was the factor, and they probably were like, look, you're going to be the backup, or we can let you go. Right. And he was like, you know, I'll take my chances. I don't think he plays this year. I don't think anybody's going to take their chance on him because you can't have, we talked about this, you can't have an unvaccinated player being your backup and peel him off the street just because of half through Friday, the Rich Eisen Show from 3 to 5 p.m. If something was going to, hey, by the way, Rich Eisen will be on between three and five on our channel. Hey, we so just like to easy. remind people. We, we keep things lively here. Um, and it, absolutely, and you have to think about it, and I really, I guess, I never really, like, dug into it, but they're all sitting in a quarterback room mm-hmm. all day long, yes, for, for the most part. A couple hours. 
And then they're constantly around each other without masks. So it it has to be. Belichick said it wasn't. Then you have Urban who says it is for Jacksonville. You what the whether you want to say it or not, it it's fact. It, yes. it comes into play. 100%. 100%. Well, they can't say it because Irvin Meyer did kind of allude to that, and the NFLPA decided, well, we're going to look into that because you can't write, admittedly say that. If you have – it's just like anything else. If you are hiring somebody, ladies and gentlemen, you have two people, two candidates you like a lot. Boy, they both will bring the same to the table, but that one has their MBA. Or one's older, or one's one, younger. Yeah, you may have a, male, a preference. A female. You, and you can't say that preference. Right. Ultimately. This is why Jacksonville is not going to be good because Irvin Meyer doesn't know <laughs> – <laughs> Don't blame standard. herbs. Uh, I, okay, I, I'll they're going to win week one. I'll, I'll wait till then. They're going to win week one. Okay, we'll see. Um, okay, and so we saw uh, the Le'Veon Bell is now playing again with the I Ravens. Mean, He's on the practice squad. I can't believe guys can still get on the practice squad. He's been a Pro Bowler. He's won yeah, a Super Bowl. He's been in the league like eight that. years. I don't know how that. I don't know exactly how that works. It's, to be honest, I'm not sure. Maybe it's how, more so the system. And it's a different system for him coming in, or they're, they're just testing him out. They want to see with what he can do so they're not making any promises. Hey, he's the one that signed. It's so. just another guy in the stable. I mean, it's going to be Gus Edwards. I mean, I don't see them getting – Lev Bell will play probably week three, week four. He'll start that process. I don't think – look, Lev Bell hasn't been good since 2016 or 17. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he left Pittsburgh, which was a great situation. He helped torpedo the, that team. Thank you very top much. Probably running back in the league. At, absolutely, would you say? yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm going to hold out, not get money, and then, then go to, to the Jets, Jets which we know nothing. He had the Gase effect, as yes. it's been told Adam to Gase, us. Yes. So that happens. Then he goes to Kansas City, bro. It is a committee. The running back position in Kansas City is not the main focus. It's not even their second focus. Mm. It's the third or fourth focus after Pat Mahomes has to decide what he wants to do. Yeah, because you're going to have Tyree Kill. You got Kelsey. Those are Michael Hartman. He's those are the guys that they're focused on. They're not focused on the backfield. No, it, they've proven that they can win a Super Bowl without having to have elite running back play. When you have a quarterback and can do those types of things, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I got a question for you. Would you take Julio Jones or would you take CeeDee Lamb? Oh, CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Boy, I might have CeeDee Lamb in every single league this year. Hope he balls out. Mike McCarthy better be pushing the ball downfield. So Michael Irving earlier today said that CeeDee Lamb is going to be breaking some records this year. See, now I wish he wouldn't have done that. Now I wish he wouldn't have said that because they are turning that. If Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been able to see what uh, first uh, first take has become, uh, they got rid of Max Kellerman because he was challenging old Stephen A. way too much. Yeah. They bring in Michael Irvin and all, and Jerry Jones said, hey, you want to bring the ratings up, you talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Because this is what Michael Irvin does. He's a great hype man. He gets excited, and he genuinely believes that the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl every year. Every year he believes this. I believe he wholeheartedly believes that they're going to win the Super Bowl every year. He's the biggest Cowboys hype boy there is. Oh, 100%. And at the same point, I would be too for $8 million a year. If you see Michael Irvin on TV, he's all over the place. He's paying attention to other things, looking at his computers. It's, I, I, yes, I love, I mean. Agree. And don't get me wrong. You will go for Cleveland all day long. I will go for the Niners. But we honestly try to be completely open to The Browns have been hot garbage for 20 years. I know, I've never come excited. out and said okay. we're going to win the Super Bowl. I get excited for six or seven games. Like, right. hey, we might be okay. I right. understand but the difference. The Cowboys are garbage. Irving still is going off. Um, so on a, a completely change of note, did you hear about this with Clinton Portis? No, what's up? 
So he's one of three former NFL that pleaded guilty today um, for fraud. Okay. So he might be going to jail for 10 years. What kind of fraud are we talking about? Is it federal penitentiary fraud? So under the Gene Upshaw NFL Player Health Reimbursement Program. So you get to go to the doctor. You get a surgery. You then sub- it's kind of like you submit the receipt. Then right, you yeah, get, yeah. You okay. So he has to pay back over a hundred thousand, or actually just add a hundred thousand dollars, and then he has like a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar fine, and is possibly looking at doing ten years. He was looking at doing twenty years for the maximum what? sentence, but it was a hung jury, so he took the plea deal at ten years. So Clinton Portis what? is going away, folks. What? You haven't heard this? Bro, I did not hear about this today. You're I'm not breaking these you... things, but it's this is something that, that is I, very interesting. What? I, yes, exactly. Who are I the was, other two? Um, they're smaller named. Okay. I, I believe that he so, played with Washington. But what did Washington. they do? They went and got sur- so medical they fraud? fraudulated these pretty much these receipts. Oh, like didn't get the surgery, made so, it like up. Said, and- I, okay, I got a $10,000 surgery, didn't get the surgery, then... Submitted the receipt, got ten thousand dollars. Okay, so that goes deeper. So who printed, who gave him the receipt? Is a doctor? I, oh, in there's on this? there's way more that we're not going to know. Until oh, I'll be looking at this tomorrow, ladies but and gentlemen. This is absolutely Clinton Portis. Like this is wow. crazy to me. That's wild. Washington, what Ooh. Denver? Like he the was U. he was a stud. The U, and he made over forty two million dollars throughout his career. And this is what's happening. This is what you choose to do. And I know not everybody's smart with money. But for $100,000, you're going to waste 10 years of your life? Right. No, I hear you. My no. gosh. That so, is wild to me. Hold on. So Clinton Portis is going away for 10 years? This will be a 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be – it's sad. It really is sad to see stuff like that. At the same point, man, do do the right things, and it's a lot simpler. Sometimes it's the struggle of of making money and trying to push – you made $42 million doing one of the hardest sports in the world mm-hmm. and were very, very good at it. Mm-hmm. And then you pull that? Like, it's it's the things that you got to be smarter. That is very interesting. That, oh, my gosh. So, I feel like, oh, you know, I thought you were going to bring it up. It was that he was doing something in regards to, like, like with the PPE, you know, like, oh, I have a business and it was affected by, you know, COVID oh, no. relief and it was that. No, it was medical. Fr- so that's basic, federal. Yeah. So, I mean, which, okay, so you get to go federal prison. I guess that's a little bit better. No, I <laughs> I don't know these days. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. So let's, let's talk. We'll get into more with the betting, but I think it's really cool. So the NFL uh, network will be adding betting lines to the ticker for the first time ever. That is awesome. Every it. other channel basically does it now anyways, so but they're like the only ones that haven't done it up. yet. Like for us in Arizona, it opened up and it's like, ah, uh, right? But right. It, it's so many states opened up now that it's, it's. I think there's only eight states left that don't allow gambling. Or no, 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 excuse me. We're just over 50% until really? we get to everybody's, it's legal gambling. So... We're in a good spot. This is going to be really, really interesting. But again, be careful with how you're betting. Yep, and it's, your money. Only not, bet what you're willing to lose, etc., etc. Et that's going to make that money. Yeah, we got that lecture at our uh, fantasy football <laughs> draft. Of now, these guys have done it, so I mean, I'll give it that. I personally will not take part in any of their free bonus money because it ends up being some sort of a credit. And at the end of the day, it ends up being that you have to end up spending more money with them than maybe you initially chose to. I never take the bonuses and the ones that I've used in the past. 
I don't plan on taking him in the future. Now, I know FanDuel does a free bet. That is different. A free bet is different. Or they do an odds boost, and that's different. That's not you win and there's some there's something tied to it. The free bet's a free bet is a free bet. If you're able to bet in the state that you're in, they're giving away. FanDuel's giving away over $115 million by the end of week one with bets, with free gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, it is coming. There's going to be an ability to, especially in the first couple weeks, to make some money because some of these teams are going to absolutely stink. Yep. And we will get into that on the other side. It's going to be interesting. Um, first week is always interesting, but be careful and read the directions. Yep. And if you have any questions, you guys can always call in, and we'll give you the best options that we can give you as far as those things are concerned. Uh, I would imagine when the season starts, we'll open the the lines up more um, so we have something to talk about. Take your, uh, your inquisitive questions. You're listening to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060 AM on a Tuesday. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. That, ladies and gentlemen, was last year's fantasy football champion, CJ, giving us the great introduction. Uh, She probably won't win this year, but hey, you know, she got one under her belt. All right, so going into week one, ladies and gentlemen, NFL season kicks off, like my brother over here said, in less than 48 hours, we will have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home firing cannons against the Dallas Cowboys, who... Like we talked about earlier, they're out their best player per Ezekiel Elliott and big old Mike McCarthy. Zach Martin's their best player. He's out. Dak coming back hasn't played since week four. Um, they have talent across the board. They have no chance of winning this game. No. I think Tampa Bay is going to, I don't want to say steamroll, but let's put it this way. The point spread was seven and a half. With Zach Martin out, it's gone to eight. Um, I'm taking Tampa Bay to win this game by now. Dallas will score. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think, think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Eight, yeah, in, to eight and a half. If I am really, correct. I saw eight or so maybe was, for it sure. It was seven and a half yesterday. Then we heard about Martin, and then I heard on my way here it was uh, eight and a half. Jeez. So it's going up. That just tells me something more and more. But the defending Super Bowl champions are thirteen and three since oh four before playing on the first Sunday. So the only three teams that won the Super Bowl and the loss in their first game since 2004 are the uh, 2012 Giants, 2013 Ravens, and the 2017 Patriots. That Patriots team lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember that? Alex Smith went in there and uh, shocked the world, quote-unquote, against that uh, New England team, and I think New England went to the Super Bowl that year. And with what they're doing, it's – Tampa Bay brought everybody back. Most of those teams, they got depleted, or at least one or two big, big stars that mean something left. They brought, they like didn't. you said, they got all twenty-two slash twenty-three starters because of Antonio Brown. If you want to count him as a, he's starter quality, um, what they were able to accomplish, you know, like I said, it took them a ramp up period to really get going, and maybe the last eight, ten weeks of the season, they really were taking okay, off. Yeah. Imagine what they're going to be like this year, because again, we talked about this yesterday at the draft, that Tom Brady will not allow you to be complacent. A Tom Brady in your building makes the lunch lady better, makes the valet parker <laughs> attendant better. It's true, though. Because it's immediately, he brings that cachet of, it's Tom F. and Brady. And, and he can so do, he can will and everything to happen. That's... It seems like he can craft that way to get things done. 
I've never been the Tom Brady fanboy by any stretch of the means. Um, I've always said that if I was to start any uh, team with any quarterback, period, it would be Aaron Rodgers, I think, just from the ability of his talent and all those things. But what Tom is able to do, he's not a slouch in anything. I mean, if I'm getting his record, he's got seven Super Bowls. I mean, it it speaks for itself. He's continuing to play at this elite level. Bruce Arians is a uh risk it or biscuit, right? They're going to want to put people to sleep. They're going to want to choke you out. They're going to put their foot down, and they're going to leave it down all year long. Well, and that's the thing is that their experience, and Bruce Arians absolutely knows what he's doing. Um, They're stacked with talent. And you have Tom Brady, who, like you said, is not going to take the foot off the gas. And they want to do things, and they know it's going to be a long season. So they're going to be strategic. They're going to game plan better than probably most. It's going to be good, but it's still hard to take this game off of minus eight. However, I I think I would take it. But it's yeah. Tampa Bay's winning. I just got a text from your wife. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, CJ. I won't repeat what you said. Uh, but we'll see. Actually, I think you play. I think we play each other week one. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do. She's, she's, oh, oh, that's she's fantastic. super excited to, to beat you All right, again. so Tampa Bay, A, the over-under on that game is 52. And thank you, by the way, for bringing it up. You just got a text from my wife. Yeah, hey. You know, <laughs> yeah. We all go way back. We all go but way it's, back. It's all talking trash about the show. Um, okay, so definitely take Tampa Bay. All right, so let's go to the next game. San Francisco at Detroit. That's pretty much the next, like, guarantee slam dunk. San Francisco should win this game outright. They should cover the 7.5. I'm not giving Motor City Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, and the crew at home any sort of, well, they're at home and they're going to have a rocket, you know, stadium happening. No, ladies and gentlemen, the Detroit Lions stink. Yeah, and, and they're going to stink home, all season. Get a three and point. San Francisco should be able to have that cachet of, hey, we show we can win with any of these quarterbacks now. We have uh, an elite, you know, offensive mind, and I'm not saying that being a jerk legitimately. Kyle Shanahan's sure, an elite, awesome sure. mind. You know, they're going to be able to do things that Detroit's just not going to be ready for. I'm sorry. I think Detroit could build something of a comparable NFL team, but that's not this year. Not with Goff. It's not going to happen. And not – Against San Francisco. Honestly, we are going to be stacked. If we were healthy last year, we would have had a contending team. This year, we're better. I'm telling you, that this isn't even going to be close. This is one of my picks of the week, like locks. So you're sure. taking him at the minus 7.5, San oh, Francisco minus 7.5. Now the over-under is 45. How do you feel about that? Um, that's going to be hard because I don't know how much Detroit's going to okay, put up. You and go. I don't, so you're going to say take the under. I definitely think we're going to be over 28 points, but I don't know what they're going to put up. Okay. So I don't well, know. If you believe in your defense, I you take the under. I would definitely take either the money line um, or the, the over-under, but I wouldn't take, no, uh, the, the or excuse me, I wouldn't take the over-under. No, really? Mm-hmm. just going to stay away from it? Just the spread and the money line. All right. Yeah, yeah, no way. All right, so now you see, obviously, Jimmy G starting. They're probably going to work in Trey Lance. They may not work him in week one because of the finger issue. No, they yeah they'll do a little bit. They but said we, that finger issue might be a little bit more than they thought it was going to be, so that little ten day thing may not be exactly what they thought. Not like it's like weeks or anything, but just they may no, not. I read today he's he's out of the splint. He's not throwing yet, but he's still doing he's doing activities. So he he's almost there. Okay. I could see them maybe doing a couple of things, maybe a couple of planned runs. Um, 
Shanahan still hasn't announced that Garoppolo is going to be the starter, but we found out today through media because media asked for all of the um, teams to let them know who were going to be the starting quarterbacks to talk because we need to know who we're talking to. Right. And like they were going to talk to both of them anyways. Well, Garoppolo will be pregame. Garoppolo is the one that is listed. So we know Garoppolo starting. So, I mean, it makes sense. So, yeah. So it, I think that's an easy pick for sure. Okay. All right, so let's go to the next one. Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. We have Minnesota as a minus three and a half. Yeah, see, they're part of my uh, – they were in contention for my pick three of the week because I just don't think Cincinnati – listen, they still don't have an indoor practice facility, for God's sakes. Okay? They didn't draft any – they're not helping their line whatsoever with not drafting anybody. They're not any better than they were last year, in my opinion, on the line. Yeah, you got Jamar Chase. Good luck getting him the ball. Good luck getting T. Higgins the ball. Joe Mixon – very good, very sneaky uh, in the sense of his ability to catch the ball. I mean, fantasy football people know this all day long, but that still isn't going to equate to games and, and wins, especially when you're going to have to have Joe Burrow throw the ball 63 times. And they did last year, and, and Burrow was good until he got hurt, right? Yeah, until he got smashed So up. we haven't seen him come out and fully play a game. I think Mixon is going to be a great addition to actually have him in, in there. Chase is going to start chasing actually catching the ball so that we don't have to worry about that. I just don't know Cincinnati that they're going to be that good. Minnesota has proven to us that they can do big things. Minnesota will be better this year than they were last year. I mean, they yeah. should have been in the playoffs. They uh, completely let the Week 17 game you have to have, just they let, they let it roll down their leg. And Diggs was a top five wide receiver last year, right? For Buffalo, yes. Oh, gosh, dang it. Oh, my goodness. Justin Jefferson did put Excuse up 1,400 me. yards. Yes, though. you are 100% correct. And Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook, yes. and they have the guys. Yes. They have the yes. ability yes. to be good and to contend with the division. Right. I do. We'll get into it later when we reveal our who we think is going to win the divisions and go to the Super Bowl and things like that. I do think that they will be in the playoffs. Yeah, and Justin Jefferson broke the, the record last year for the rookie. Yeah, and let's receiving. not forget so that the rookie that was on that team before him that broke records was Randy Mouse. It's impressive. So when you when you're beating Randy Moss records for the team that he played for the majority of his career, that says something. Especially so back when he was freak Randy. We're both taking Minnesota. Yes, sir. Okay. Next one. We got the New York Jets with the rookie Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And we got the Carolina Panthers. And that's the Jets with, down in Carolina. So Will Sam, Sam Darnold, Darnold? You know, comeback game. Is he going to prove it to him? Okay. So here's what we know. This is. Matt Rule's second year, same system. Joe Brady still down there. You got the Jets with a new head coach, new offensive uh, scheme, new defensive scheme, new quarterback. Not sure about the running backs. Corey Davis is his uh, go-to guy. I think that uh, Carolina probably has a better defense. They will have Christian McCaffrey um, another year. Sam Darnold, I guess, is serviceable. I have friends telling me that he's – an amazing quarterback. I think that that remains to be seen. But uh, Carolina, minus five and a half, though. Minus five and a half at home. Uh, that really tells you they have no respect for the Jets. I wouldn't, man, if I, I didn't, I, I wouldn't take this game if I was placing bets. I, I would not take this. this game. No, I hate but five. For the five sake now. of this, uh, give me the Jets to cover. Wow. Because I think both teams aren't going to do very much. I, as much as I love Insala and the Jets, as far as what he's going to do. It's the dang Jets. I'm t- yeah. I'm trusting in um, 
McCaffrey. I think. I think Carolina wins. Carolina wins, and I think they cover. See, I don't think they cover. I think they cover by. They'll win it by a touchdown. That'd be awesome to see. All right, let's get in one more real quick. So let's do the the Steelers and Buffalo Bills. Ooh, what a great game. Minus, this week one has so many great games. Amazing. That we amazing. haven't even gotten to yet. Obviously, Dallas and Tampa Bay. But like you're saying right now, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Two playoff teams, two division winners. Buffalo's uh, minus six and a half. That's a slap in the face. To and we bad. have, so we have both these teams that we know with what they are. But they're going to be a little bit different with Najee Harris for the Steelers. Also, Big Ben's a little bit healthier. Different offensive system. Let's see, are the Bills going to be and show up when they need to? Because I really thought they were going to end up beating Kansas City last year. Really? So, who are you taking? Uh, well, I'm going to take Buffalo. Minus, Minus six, and six and a half is tough, but, oh, my gosh. Yeah, 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 because I, I can see Buffalo winning like uh, – 31-21. I could see that happening. So, yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo. Look, no no T.J. Watt yet in Pittsburgh. He's holding in, holding out, not in the building, so to speak, as far as, like, with practices. I'm sure that plays a role uh, against his team as far as, like, how they feel with this. Um, I don't think – I think this is yep. the year that Big Ben, the wheels fall off, but uh, I don't think they go away too bad. So, Bill's all right, so we'll get it. into – the rest of this on the other side. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, James, ah, Wes. So we are going to pick up where we left off with week one picks. We're going to go back to the morning games. We're going to talk to local team. we got the Arizona Cardinals traveling out to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Titans. And the Titans are uh, minus three on the cover, over under 52 and a half. Now, to me, Tennessee is one of those teams that everybody expects to be in the Super Bowl contention. Um should win their division. I know Indy will give them a fight, but they should win their division uh, is what a lot of people are thinking. You know, the Derrick Henry train. Oh, they got Julio Jones. You know, I've been told and the stats back it up. So I have to eat a little bit of crow here that Ryan Tannehill is not trash. With that being said, Cardinals traveling there minus three. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game. I don't know what Arizona is going to look like, to be honest. They got a lot of weapons. It's another year of Cliff Kingsbury. It's another year of Kyler Murray in this system. They went out and they signed James Conner. Not sure how if that makes them any better. If Chase Edmond makes a step up in this division, they don't have Dan Arnold anymore. Julio, I hear that uh, D-Hop and A.J. Green. A.J. Green looks like him spry self from three years ago in Cincinnati. Yep. So they've got potential, but potential doesn't win games. Tennessee's hard, and I'm taking Tennessee minus the three. It's hard. So here's – I like Tennessee – um, I mean, think about it. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and then you added Julio Jones. I mean, they were almost there last year. But we, you you look at what the Cardinals did locally here. I mean, Kyler Murray did a decent job last year. It was his growing pains, but okay. DeAndre Hopkins, and like you said, A.J. Green, we added did a little bit to their, their defense. Minus three. The Titans were very close last year in a lot of games. I'm taking the Titans. I got to do it. I, I just, I don't believe in the Cardinals. I really, do. I, I don't. Well, yeah. And I mean, being that you are a fan of a team within their division, 
it would stand to reason that you don't believe in them. Granted, I don't have a team in their division, and I also don't really believe in them either because I'm just not sure that the offense that they run is going to be consistent enough with what Kyler Murray is able to do. He's a fantastic athlete. He can throw the ball a country mile. He's got accuracy issues at times. At times, it's sometimes he throws a dime, and it's like, how did that ball even get there? You know, the Hale Murray, you know, also having the fact that he's got long arms of the law with D-Hop and now A.J. Green. The catching radius has gotten larger on the other side for him. No Larry Fitzgerald, no problem is what they're thinking. Uh, I think they're going to put up points. I, I would take the over in that game of 52-and-a-half. If I was taking overs in this game, I would take the over. Um, Tennessee's defense yeah. was not very good last year. They're middle of the pack. They're probably that again. They're going to rely on their offense and Tannehill exploiting the outsides with A.J. Brown and, and Julio Jones. Yeah, it's it's the, the concerning thing, like we brought up last week before the Cardinals for me, is how many people want out. I mean, you have Malcolm Butler pretty much retiring. Um, you know, Chandler Jones, which we talked about, was the, the contract situation. Um, Fitz not coming back. Like, if, if this was a team that was sound and ready to deliver, Fitz would be there. The fact that he's not, it, and it could be that, he you know, maybe he just wants to see because he, he can rest his body and he deserves that right. He may I, just, you're I right about think, that. I just don't trust in it yet, and I do. Week one picks are so hard. At the same point, I'm taking Tennessee. Okay. Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. Let's Colts, in the division. a two-and-a-half-point dog at home. Carson Wentz will play. So there's Jonathan you, you Taylor. Think he will? Yeah, no, he's going to play. I okay. mean, unless unless something they, you know, come back and they say, oh, you tested positive, you know, barring COVID, <laughs> you know, he's going to play. And if it doesn't, then it's Jacob Eason. Um, as much as I really, I've been kind of on the Seahawks this off season. I don't see, I really thought when the Colts were building this team and if they had a healthy team and a non COVID team, they could win. I don't see them winning this game. I actually think the Seahawks will absolutely cover. And this, it's not one of my locks, but I absolutely do think what two and a half points. Is that what it yeah, is right now? Yeah, two and a half points, but I will say, you know, it, traveling from Seattle to Indianapolis. But the first Indianapolis the is going to have a time. Mean, the fans will be rocking. They love their Colts. Oh, yeah. No, that don't get me wrong. is going to be juiced up. Um, inside source, Pat McAfee is going to be hammering the anvil at the game. They're 3-0 and when he does so. So that could, you know, play no factor at all, of course. But uh, I'm going to take the Colts at home. I'd. I think Seattle's wow. a slow starter. I think Seattle's a slow starter. Don't get me wrong. You're going to see that I do have them making the playoffs. But I do think that uh, traveling to Indy in the Dome, it being loud, if they can rely on their running team, their running game, I think it's early enough that you could catch a team like Seattle now. Because they would not be. If this game is week seven in Indy, Seattle wins that game. But I think week one, they can catch them. Okay. I think that's interesting. It, it's a complete flop on both of us. You've been, I've been kind of harping. I know you love your... your I hate Mr. Unlimited. I'll be honest. I can't stand Russell Wilson. Is he a phenomenal football player? Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. We all got him. Everybody, you know what? There's been many of players that I despise because they came from Seattle and and ended up on my team. it's fitting that he's a Yankee guy. Okay. All right, so let's get... (laughs) 
So this one is very Garbage. interesting to me because I don't think either one of these teams are going to be very successful this year. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville, but, Houston? Yes. <laughs> How did you know? Uh, yeah, I wondered. So um, we have uh, Jacksonville minus two and a half on this. Um, if it wasn't Houston, I don't think I would take Jacksonville. But because it is Houston... I'm going to take Jacksonville. Bro, there was a chance if I was in a suicide league that this is the team I would take to get through week one would be Jacksonville. Just oh, the, with, yeah, lose yeah, one you, and you're you take out. one. Yeah. I'm taking this one here only because, I mean, Houston, Jack, Easterby, Coach Dave, that's their – I don't even know their, their head coach's last name. I just know his name is Coach Dave. Um, they're a mess. They've got no talent across the board. They're going to start Tyrod Taylor, who is a professional, and he's going to play comparable football, but he's not going to win. I'm going to give Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, and those guys a chance at getting a victory under Urban week one, give them some of that cachet of, hey, you know, we did this. It's going to be a rah-rah. They're going to pour the Gatorade on them, the whole thing. They may only win one other game this season, but they're going to win this first one. And it's... Honestly, when I, when I really get down to it, when I have these struggles of who am I going to pick, I look at the coaching, I look at the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Those are the two biggest things. I mean, then you start getting, then you dig into like what weapons, okay, what do the lines look like? What's the, what type of defense are they? I, but I cannot pick Houston. I don't know if there's going to be a single game this year that I'm going to pick Houston. I agree with Unless you. I see some crazy things happen in the next like four to five weeks. Um, Which, so let, let's right. not spend any more time on this game. Um so the last early game, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. Correct. Versus the Washington football team, which I do have to tell a quick story. Super funny yesterday. We had our little magnets that we put up on the board who you're going to take. And it actually still had their old name oh, yeah. on the sticker or on the magnet. And it had both stickers. It had both magnets. But it said the Washington said football this, team and uh, also said the Michigan Friends. Yeah. So anyways, that's funny. Okay. So we have... Uh, the Chargers as minus one, which I that's such an this interesting such line to me. Disrespect to the reigning, defending, undisputed champs of the NFC least in your Washington Redskins. Ah, oh, Washington football team. See how easy it is. Plus you, you one didn't at finish home. The words, so I okay. did. We're <laughs> safe. We're safe. Okay. Uh, plus First. one at home. I mean, that's that slapping. Fitz magic in the face. That's and it's slapping magic, Riverboat that's Ron thing. in the face. And that's, in my opinion, giving way too much clout to this L.A. Chargers team. There is too much hype on this L.A. Chargers team. I understand Justin Herbert played really well. But, again, it's a new head coach, new offensive scheme. Their defense can't stay healthy. They've lost guys that's on that team. Me. And you're traveling cross-country to a, a place that they play hard-nosed football across the board, and that front seven will eat him alive. I cannot believe that the Washington football team, my God, is plus one at home. I'm taking that. I am too. I over under forty four. I take the over on that too. Yeah, I might. It might be worth betting across the line on all of this. Um, it's worth it. It's it's going to be one of the most boring, but yet fun fun games to watch. So, okay, so we're both taking Washington. All right, so let's get into uh, the afternoon. So we got Green Bay. At New Orleans. Well, Which is in Jacksonville. Not in New Orleans. Um, and we have Green Bay minus four and a half. Who you got? Really got four and a half. I had it at three and a half, but I'll take that. Either way, I'm taking Green Bay. I would take Green I would take Green Bay if it was seven and a half. I think New Orleans is gonna be in in for it this season. They're gonna have some traveling, some tribulations. Now, I think James Winston can be a very good 
11, 12, 13th quarterback in the league. Going to throw 4,000-plus yards in this system. Going to throw 30-plus touchdowns. He got his eyes fixed. He got LASIK, so now he can see. He's not going to be throwing the ball to the other team as much, hopefully. Um, Definitely going to be good. Yeah, have, yeah. They the just cut Latavius Murray right. because they said take a pay cut. He said, nah, dog. And they said, yeah. all right, peace out. And Michael Thomas is out to at least week six. So they're going to have their stumbles. Um, they're going to have Kamara. And they're in a tough division. If if Michael Green Thomas, Bay's Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and I just think that they're too much firepower. Devontae yeah. Adams, 128 yards, two touchdowns, eight catches. They're going to run up the score. I think that, uh, and I take the over in that as well. Of, of fifty, of fifty. Oh yeah, I think that's a, a might be a lock for that on the on that side. Um, if Michael Thomas was in this game, this would be a lot harder, just because it's going to open it up for Winston, who likes to air it out. The Green Bay Packers have everybody coming back. They want to pr- they want to prove something. I think for sure this is an easy pick, Green Bay. Absolutely. Now we got. The Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Now, this is Mac Jones coming out party. They're minus three at home. D, uh, B-Flow, Brian Flores taking his team up there. They cut after only having one season of Kyle Van Oy game, $35 million guaranteed. He went back to New England. Uh, Bill doesn't lose to his underlings Miami always, very often. always given them trouble, but I'm still taking New England home opener. After all the money they spent, they better win that first game. And I, and New England's getting back six six defensive starters they didn't have last year because they opted out for COVID. New they England. should be better. They were 7-9. New England should be, uh, wink, wink, surprise, surprise, in the playoffs. That's one of my picks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I would take the New England Patriots minus three and the over. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM, Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Brooks on KDUS 1060. And welcome back to the home stretch, ladies and gentlemen. James Out West featuring Ryan Brooks. We would be remiss if we didn't plug the uh, podcast. We'll have a new one out this week. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll be able to find it on iTunes and on Spotify and all those good things. Check out jamesoutwest.com for all of the good news. All right, so getting back into the afternoon games of week one. Now, we left off. We covered the Green Bay one. We covered the New England one. Denver at the New York G-Men. G-Men are uh, a three-point underdog at home against Denver. Uh, That speaks more about what they think of the Giants and uh, Joe Judge and Danny Dimes than they do uh, Teddy Ballgame and the Denver Broncos. And we know Denver's going to have a good defense, right? So this one was a hard pick for me. I am I'm almost remiss because you're excited for Barkley coming back, right? You you want Danny Dimes to, to do his thing. The same point, Denver is a good team. I mean, we when we were talking about it, if Aaron Rodgers went there, that was going to be a Super Bowl contender. So now it's a little bit of a different situation. I this is I'm taking the Giants at home. Are Plus you three, really? I am. Listen, okay. they had they okay, had you a just made it easier. I'm taking, taking Denver. Denver. Yeah, listen, the Giants had a uh, three day right before they played their preseason game against uh, the Cleveland Browns. They did a three day you know joint practice. Right, right. Cleveland whooped them up and down the field first week or first first day, like to the point where Joe Judge had his guys after practice running wind sprints while the Browns sat there and watched. Some so high school type stuff. But you're taking. But the reason being is because in 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 day two 
They played Cleveland a lot better. By day three, they were already getting – like, what they do is being instilled, so I do think that they have a little bit of that oomph to them. I don't think they're going to win many games, but their home opener against an unproven Denver Broncos team, I'm going to take that on the road. I'll take them at home, yeah, plus three. No, okay, that's that's fine. You're wrong. This is that's, that's not okay. going to happen. It's the Giants. They, they're always going to disappoint, except for when they play my Niners. Unfortunately, um, okay. So let's get into probably one of the most, if not the most, exciting games of the weekend. Which one's that? Your Cleveland Browns oh, versus yeah. Kansas City <laughs> my Chiefs. That's right. So we have Cleveland <laughs> plus six and a half. So we, you got some work to do. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this game? Without going overboard, let's not go crazy with Cleveland here, but what do you think? Take the money line. Cleveland's going to upset Kansas City at home. They're going to get their revenge. And I would take the over 54 and a half. I take the over and the Browns straight up. I would take the over. Honestly, you Kansas already, City didn't you cover 11 my, games in a row last year. They barely co- They never cover. We've had this conversation. So that was when they were plus 12, plus 13, plus 14. This is plus six and a half. And this is coming off of a, a loss in the Super Bowl. This is coming from Patrick Mahomes, who wants to go 20-0. and 0. I know you guys have a good team. You guys have a Super Bowl contending team in the Browns. But you are not winning this, and I don't think you're going to. I think Kansas City will cover 100%. Okay. I can see why At a lot of home. people take that. I understand. I understand. Okay. There's some unfinished business in that stadium. Oh, we're going to make a huge side bet on this one then. Okay, we'll talk about that after. Well, actually, I guess we could talk about it on air because now well, mm, yeah. in, in another day or two, yep. it'll, it'll be completely legal. Um, so we'll get into that next week, who won that. Um, all right, so. Sunday night. Wait, wait, wait. We still have Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. That's, so Sunday that's night. a 520. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Um, and then we have uh, the Rams. This was another hard game because this is minus seven and a half, and I hate these. Seven and a half, six and a half. Spreads. They get you with the hook. They get you with the hook, ladies and gentlemen. That half point makes all the difference because seven and a half, that means they have to beat them by more than a touchdown. Right. So we know Andy Dalton's starting. We don't know how much We Justin don't know if Fields, he's finishing. Right. We don't know if Justin Fields is going to come in. We know that they both have good defenses. Rams probably have a little bit of a, a better, at least more uh, established. Um, I don't know when the coaches, as honestly, who I trust more. But I am going to say that I trust more in Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. Than Andy Dalton in the red rifle? Really? Yeah, of course. Oh of course. But the seven and a half is what gets me. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I, I actually think I'm going to take it. I'm going to take I'm the, taking the Rams. The, no, the Rams minus seven and a half. Okay. I agree with you. Okay. And I take the over. 46. Uh, under 46, 24, 21. Yeah, yeah, okay, I would. 24, 21 would be the under. I would agree, <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, okay, so then the other night game, or excuse me, the Monday night game, we have Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Which, ladies and gentlemen, we will also not be on next Monday because of this game because we are home of the Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll be Raiders on. Do this to me. Tuesday again on a Tuesday uh, next week as well. Um, Baltimore minus four in Las Vegas, the brand new stadium, rocking and rolling. You know they're going to be gorgeous stadium, beautiful. It's probably doesn't going to have the same feel as the uh, as the black hole in Oakland. I'm not sure if they're going to get the fanfare that they think they're going to get. Will it be sold out? Yes. Is it going to be a lot of people traveling or people that are in Vegas that are going to go to the game because it's a Vegas event now? 
That remains to be seen. I think that Baltimore minus four is kind of a slap in the face because they're like, well, you don't have J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Baltimore was basically, they were one game out from being in the uh, AFC Championship game last year. Lamar Jackson has probably gotten better. The biggest factor of of this being played in Las Vegas as opposed to Oakland is there's going to be a lot more cash in your pocket um, in Las Vegas. There, there's going to be a lot more richer people and I'll take the over. as opposed to the I'll old take the school over. black hole. So I'm taking Baltimore. I got to. Yeah, me too. There's Come as on. much as I, I can't. All my uncles are, are Raiders fans. I don't want to disrespect that, I, but I, I can't do it. Not, not yet. Week one's too hard, and Baltimore's proven that they can do it. We haven't seen it with the Raiders. The last three years, it's just been – they start off actually pretty – Dang good. What were they, 6-3 and three last year? And then just mm-hmm. hit the slope and slid straight down it. So they have they both have talented players. J.K. Dobbins is a huge hit, but I'm still taking the Ravers. Oh, my gosh. The Ravens. The Ravers. The Ravers. That's, <laughs> I take them too. So if Glow I take sticks them, and everything. do I get both? Okay. Absolutely. Is, is, that, is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. So we want to kind of do a way too early. Who's going to win each division? And then our Super Bowl pick. So – are we actually going to pick a Super Bowl winner, or are we just going to say who's going to go to the Super Bowl? For now, just who's going to go. Okay. All, All right. right. So let's let's start with the NFC. All right. NFC West, I got the Rams. I got the Niners. Okay. NFC East, I got Dallas. I I, I do, too. As much as I went back and forth, I, I yeah, I got the Dallas. The North, I got Green Bay. I want to differ. Hard. I want to differ. Chicago, no, Minnesota? I want to differ with you, though. I want to argue and be able to fight this out. Well, you this will, I'm sure, once we get past enough. it. Yes, I got Green Bay as well. And in the South, of course, we both, Tampa Bay. We both have Tampa Bay. All right, my wild card teams are San Francisco, Seattle, and Minnesota. So I would take Seattle, um, Minnesota, and then the third one is is hard for me. I think I, then the Rams. Okay. All right. AFC. We got the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. Of course, it's the, uh, it's the MFC, yep. Mahomes Football Conference. What about the AFC East? You going Buffalo? I'm going Buffalo. Hands down, I got Buffalo. All right, in the north, I'm taking my brownies. You're going to take the Ravens, aren't you? So. Don't sleep on the squealers. This pains me because, I again, I love to argue with you, and I – did think that the Ravens were going to have it, but honestly, J.K. Dobbins and losing that run game where I thought that was going to be that little bit of extra. You guys look good. I got to pick take the Browns. Oh my God, we're 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 doomed. All right, Tennessee in the South. Are you taking? And I'm not Indiana? knocking on wood for you. I know. <laughs> and in the South, t- Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. Now my wild card teams are Baltimore, New England, and the Colts. Wow. Look, six so, or seven teams are different every year. You know, you're going to see teams I'm, that weren't in last year get in and vice versa. I'm definitely going to take the Ravens. I think that that's an option for sure. Um, I want to say New England just because how much money they spent, but we've seen with history when you spend that much money, you don't typically win. But we've never seen Bill Belichick spend that money, so and uncharted territory, international waters. About two months ago, I would have taken the Colts. But I'm going to throw a wild card in, and I'm going to say the AFC North is going to get three teams in. Oh, you're going to take the Steelers, Steelers in there. I gonna, can see that happening 100%. Pull that. All right, so NFC Championship game, I have Tampa Bay-Green Bay rematch of last year's NFC Championship game. Um, in the AFC, I've got Kansas City-Cleveland in the championship game. From there, 
Depending on the layout and, and how we go from there, I'm going to say I, I think it's going to be our Niners, or my Niners, versus Tampa Bay, okay? Mm-hmm. In the AFC, I, I would agree with you. It's it, Actually, you know what? I'm going to throw a wrench in it. I'm going to say Bills, Kansas City. We're going to have that rematch. Ooh, I could see that happening. Oh, my God. Imagine if the Buffalo Bills knocked out Kansas City and it was Buffalo-Cleveland in the AFC Championship game. Old school stuff. That would be fantastic. Oh, who wants to watch that? But we could also end up with having Tampa Bay, Kansas City, part D in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, it's very easy for that to happen. If Green Bay goes to the uh, NFC Championship game again and loses three in a row, I mean, that's their Philadelphia Eagles territory. Uh, <laughs> as far as going to the NFC Championship game a bunch in a row and not moving forward, that would be a stain on Aaron a. Aaron's legacy for sure because you have the opportunity to be in one in the Super Bowl that close and to have it taken from you three three years in a row that'd be a tough pill to swallow the only way that Green Bay is going to be able to keep Aaron Rodgers if they win the Super Bowl which isn't going to happen I have it as a rematch I honestly think Tampa Bay will end up taking over the NFC as far as beating our Niners um, or my Niners I think then we're going to have um, the rematch with Tampa Bay Kansas City it's going to be a showdown again doesn't happen very often no it doesn't all right ladies and gentlemen so next week we will also be on tuesday special edition of james out west because monday you'll be listening to the las vegas raiders lose at home to the baltimore ravens on monday night football and on we'll, kdus 10:60 a.m yes we'll have all the coverage so pay attention to our podcast we're out there on all the instagrams all the, all the interwebs Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. James Out West, Ryan Rooks, KDUS, 1060 AM. Phoenix. One love.